Welcome to You're Taking What? I'm Venus. And I'm Mia. And today we're going to be talking about AP Computer Science Principles, which is another one of Cheltenham High School's computer science classes. We'll be asking Ms. Putterman, who currently teaches that class, some questions. And we'll also talk to Kai, who's a sophomore currently taking the class. Thanks for listening to You're Taking What? So Ms. Putterman, what's the difference between this class and the other AP computer science classes that CHS has? So the AP computer science principles class that I teach is the one that's intended for students that might go into computer science, but it's not necessarily a definite thing that they would want to go into computer science. The other course, uh, AP computer science A, is all Java all the time. You learn one language and you get really good at that language over the course of a year and you focus on that one language. Um, in my course, in the principles course, we talk about um, the internet, we talk about data, we talk about um, ASCII and decimal and hex numbers. We work in JavaScript, which is different than Java, the other courses in Java. Um, we spend time talking about uh, social justice and how uh, the internet in different parts of the country affects um, learning and affects um, economic conditions and uh, how people are affected when they have internet or don't have internet. Um, different, de different demographics have uh, the internet and how it affects um, outcomes in those areas. Um, so uh, one of my colleagues jokes that the principal's class is a mile wide and an inch deep. We cover a lot of topics and we don't go too deep into any of them. Whereas the AP Computer Science A class is one topic and you just go very deep into it. It's the, the Java class. So would you say that <clears throat> there's a positive of taking this class over the other AP computer science classes? I think both of the AP classes are valuable. I think it, taking the CSA class, the, the one that's all Java, is important because you get to do a deep dive into one language. But if you go on to college for computer science, it would also help to have a broad exposure to all the things that go into computer science. Um, uh, cybersecurity, um, how the internet works, how the, the numbers uh, go back and forth and, and get translated into colors and words, letters and symbols, things like that. Um, so there's an advantage to both of them. Um, that being said, the computer science principles is typically considered the easier of the two classes. It's the one that's most, um, most approachable for somebody that's never taken an AP class before. So you see, um, in general, you see younger students taking it, for sometimes freshmen, sophomores, juniors. Um, but we do have a fair amount of seniors. I'd say at least a, a quarter to a half of the kids that we see in, in AP computer science principles are seniors. So it's a very mixed group of students. Cool. So obviously the ultimate goal of most AP tests or AP classes is to take the AP test. So what's the structure of the AP test like for AP computer principles? So that's a really good question. So AP computer science principles is founded on the idea that uh, giving some time to relax at home and to work on a project, you could create something that is awesome. And so uh, several weeks of the year are spent working on a project that you submit to the college board and the college board grades the project and, uh, and gives you a score for that. And then in May, uh, there's a multiple choice test and it's just multiple choice. Um, it's about, from year to year it's been changing recently, but it's about 70 multiple choice questions. And they ask you to look at things in pseudocode and they ask you to translate decimal numbers and hex numbers and, and think about some of the various topics that you learned throughout the year. Um, one of the nice things about it is that it's not in any specific language. 
So if you're good at Python or you're good at JavaScript or your teacher was teaching in Java, uh, it doesn't matter. The entire test is done in pseudocode, which is sort of a fake computer language and lets you approach it from just an overall concept. So it's, it's all multiple choice. Um, like I said, about 70 questions and that's given in May. So your, your final AP score is a combination of that project that you turned in that you worked on uh, by yourself and then the multiple choice tests that you took in May. No open-ended questions. Most of the AP tests require open-ended questions. This one doesn't require any at all. So we all know that, com that um, coding and computer science requires a bit of math. So are there any prerequisites for this class or like would you suggest taking any classes or having any previous knowledge before signing up for this class, especially as a freshman or a sophomore? So computer science is, is very heavily based uh, in math. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, my background is, a, is as a math teacher. Um, I would make sure that you have a good understanding of variables. So I would say that you should have finished Algebra 1 by the time you take this course. Uh, Algebra 1 works with variables and you start to use variables in, in various. We do math concepts when we talk about changing um, binary numbers into decimal numbers and changing decimal numbers into ASCII numbers together, but um, we don't use, you know, wild formulas. We're not dealing with polynomials typically. Um, in our programming days, though, as, as we're writing programs, we do think about adding two numbers together here and there. Uh, we talk about going through a list of items and maybe changing them all by five. Uh, so I guess there's a little bit of math there, but it isn't heavy on the math. But the logic component, the, the idea that you can take two things and put the word and between them or the word or between them um, puts it in the math category. Um, for those of you that have studied inequalities, you know that sometimes we say that x has to be greater than 5 and x has to be less than 10, and that makes it a math problem. So that, that's really like as far as you would go, I think, in the math category. Um, we do talk about megabytes and kilobytes and terabytes and things like that, but you don't actually have to memorize the difference between the two of them. You just have to be cognizant of which ones are the big ones and which ones are the small ones. So now that we've covered math, I'm just gonna ask like how um, much like computer science knowledge do you need beforehand? Cause I know when I was taking computer science class, I was really nervous that I would just like be coming into a room full of like experts. Is it okay for a beginner to take this class? It's absolutely okay to be a beginner. In fact, the issue nationwide with the uh, AP Computer Science A, the one that you took, was that kids were hesitant to take it because they didn't have a background in computer science and they were worried that they were going to go into a classroom full of kids that had all this extra knowledge. Computer science principles is a relatively new course. I think it's been around maybe five or six years at this point nationwide. And one of the expectations is that kids taking it would maybe enjoy it so much that they would go on to take AP Computer Science A. Um, so this was built as sort of an introductory class or maybe like a stepping stone so that we would have um, a, a bigger population of students interested and willing to take AP Computer Science A. Um, so yeah, you, you don't need any prior experience and that's one of the great things about it. So you see a much uh, bigger population nationwide, you see a much more diverse population nationwide taking computer science principles, the one I teach. Um, and what we're trying to do is trying to improve the, the numbers of students that are willing to take computer science A because that is the gold standard. That's the one where you're doing Java all day long. Or well, thank you, Ms. Parman, for answering our questions. Next up is Kai, who is currently a sophomore at Cheltenham High School and is also currently taking the AP Computer Principles class. Hi, hi. Hello. Do you want to briefly introduce yourself? Uh, not, not especially, but I'm Kai <laughs> and I'm a sophomore at Cheltenham. And you're currently taking this class? Yeah, currently taking this class. So Kai, why would a freshman want to take this class? I'd say it's a good way to know if you're interested in computer science. 
and uh, you don't need to know too much beforehand. And also it gets you introduced to uh, AP classes because it's one of the two you can take. So what's the workload like for this class? Like I know that's what everyone's big question is when they're applying for classes, like how much homework am I gonna get? And like how many tests and just like the overall, like how much time would you spend on this class in a week? Uh, I can't speak for in person, which hopefully will be next year, but this year it's been very light. It's uh, mostly just in class uh, hour a day or so. So what do you think the most difficult part of this class is if it's not the amount of work that you get? Uh, I'd say it's getting acquainted with like the new concepts and you can get like stuck if you can't like puzzle it out, but you just need like a new perspective. Was there anything that you disliked about the course or you thought could be changed or done differently? I know it's been kind of different for you since we've been online, but generally? Uh, not especially, no. All right, then. Must be a really good class. Um, so, like, I guess how individualized is the course? Like, is it more group projects, like, within the class? Or is it more you do things by yourself? Or, like, everyone, or everyone in the class does the same thing? Or you kind of get to choose your own path? Um, everyone in the class pretty much does the same thing. But it's very uh, individual with the projects. Like, we're all uh, doing our own thing. So do you get any creativity to like choose which projects you do? Or is it very strictly regimented by Ms. Putterman and College Board? And like, do you feel those constraints when you like want to do something creative within the class? Um, you get a lot of creativity with like, whenever you make an app, it's very open-ended. You just have to fill like a few criteria of using stuff in the code, but it can be pretty much about anything. We know that you have a lot of help within the classroom, but is there anything that you use specifically outside of a classroom, like a website or another teacher or like a, a club, like a National Honor Society or like any type of thing like that? There's nothing in specific, but if you just look online for like getting acquainted with concepts. What advice would you take to someone who is considering taking the class, either to like prepare them for what's to come or like if they're currently taking it and they still have the AP test coming up, what advice would you give them? I'd tell them to go for it and uh, tell them to write stuff down so they remember it. Write stuff down, guys, wise words. All right, so that's all our questions for Kai. Um, so thanks, Kai, for answering our questions. <laughs> So now we're going to talk about game design and cybersecurity, which are also two other computer science classes that are offered at Cheltenham and that are pretty popular. Um, before you take these classes, you do have to have a prerequisite either computer science principles, which we were talking about today, or computer programming A. Um, but we're going to give you like a little brief background before we dive into it more in a later episode because a lot of people are so interested in it. So we'll talk to both Ms. Putterman and Kai, but I think we'll start with Putterman. Ms. Putterman, could you give a brief description of both cybersecurity and game design and why you chose these classes to promote or to bring up the high school? So cybersecurity is a, an amazing course. Um, it's built on the idea that uh, we need to protect whatever business we work for in the future whether it's the school or a hospital or a, a small company or a big company. Uh, there's a huge demand for cybersecurity professionals. Uh, it's the kind of thing that 
colleges are very excited to see. They're, they're trying to build their cyber programs. Um, past college, there are a lot of companies that are desperate for professionals in cybersecurity, and it just seemed like a natural extension for students who had already come through some of our computer science classes here at Cheltenham. Um, in the cybersecurity class, we do a lot of capture the flag games, and we talk about the the skills that you need to be able to, to go into those capture the flag games successfully. A capture the flag game is a, a competition that's meant for an individual or a team. You can work uh, privately by yourself or you can work uh, with classmates or with friends from the school, friends from outside the school. And in the capture the flag game, you log in and you see sort of a Jeopardy style board and you can click on things and try to answer them and you have unlimited amount of time to answer the questions. Well, at least until the competition ends. And um, sometimes there are things in funny, um, made up languages, sometimes they're using uh, like cryptography, sometimes they're using um, interesting computer science concepts, um, sometimes you're changing uh, file extensions or breaking into things that were supposed to be hidden, things that were deleted, um, and you're learning how to attack a system, how to, to red team, um, how to participate in something that's sort of aggressive. Um, and then we also have uh, competitions where you're a blue team member, you're, you're in a computer system and you're trying to fix it so that it doesn't have any gaps or holes or, or weaknesses in it. Um, we participate in um, some that are a weekend, we, we comp compete in some competitions that last a month or two. Uh, there are some where you work for a weekend in November and a weekend in December and a weekend in January. Uh, there's all different kinds of, of capture the flags and, and cybersecurity competitions out there and taking the class helps you in those competitions. Um, and it also sort of sits you down and sort of organizes the, the learning process so that it doesn't feel so random. Sometimes in those, um, in those competitions, it feels a little bit random. You know, you're, you're poking around looking for things that you're able to do and the class just sort of organizes the concepts a bit more. How about game design? So we, we know that there are a lot of students in, in Cheltenham and around the, the world that are gaming. And we decided that uh, game design was one way of um, engaging those students and also providing something that is uh, marketable. And we know that using uh, game design skills to build something could then become something that you use in the real world in, in like um, augmented reality, mixed reality, virtual reality. There are a lot of businesses right now that are desperate for somebody to come in and set up a system for them using uh, the same skills that come from game design to build um, an experience for their employees to, to train on, on, on an Oculus Quest type uh, device. Uh, we know that in, in building uh, games, you're using coding in, in C Sharp or, or some other languages and doing that coding is, is making you a better computer science student. And so we brought game design into Cheltenham. Uh, we use Unity. Uh, which is the, the gold standard of, of software for writing games um, and writing experiences that are a mixed reality. Uh, we, we have the kids code in C Sharp. They follow, um, what do you call them, tutorials for a little bit. And when they feel like they're more, a little bit more comfortable, they expand out and start coming up with their own ideas. Um, and hopefully by the end of the year, we're going to have some creative um, projects that have been um, made by students in the game design classes. Awesome. They both sound so fun. <laughs> so why do you need AP computer science principles as a background for these two classes? Like, why can't like, freshmen just hop right into the cybersecurity or game design class? So both the game design and the cybersecurity class require um, a fair amount of coding, uh, being able to program. In the um, game design class, you're programming in C Sharp. You're using the Unity platform and you're coding in a language that is, uh, it's for adults. I mean, it's, it's a text-based language. 
you've got to know your vocabulary, you have to understand the syntax, the punctuation, uh, the spelling is really important. Even the difference between an uppercase word and a lowercase uh, letter are, are, are serious. So um, you, your code just won't work if you get one of those things wrong. So having one of the AP uh, courses in computer science before you take game design really helps. In cybersecurity, we put you in a cyber range. We provide you with two other machines, one of them in Linux, which is, um, a, a, it feels very clunky when you get in there, but you have to know how to manage code. You have to understand how, how important syntax is to be able to get the Linux machine to do what you want. Um, we also put you in an old Windows machine so that you can, um, you can hack that. Um, and while you're in these two machines, the Linux machine and the Windows machine, you're using one to attack the other. Uh, we put you in a bubble so that you're safe and you, you can't do anything that's considered naughty and you use the one machine as the aggressor and one as the victim and you use one to attack the other so that you learn the process of not only how uh, to attack but also how to defend yourself on the other side um, and without the coding skills you wouldn't have the the necessary skills to be able to pull off either of those tasks um, so we do for both the game design and the cybersecurity, we do expect um, a background in coding and either of the AP courses would convince us of that. Yeah, both those classes sound really cool. I wish I had taken these as um, at my time at high school. We actually brought them into the high school because we had freshmen in the intro to programming classes and we had uh, freshmen in the AP computer science principles classes the first year we offered them and the freshmen were saying to us, so what do we take next year? And I said, well, you should take AP computer science A next year. That's what we have. And then I realized, well, if they're freshmen and principals and they're sophomore when they take the computer science A class, what else do we have for them? And that's where the game design and cybersecurity class um, came into fruition. And so some of the kids that we have now who are juniors in, that cl in those classes were freshmen in the principals class two years ago. They took CSA last year and now they're ready for something else. Like we realized we needed to develop something richer so that we could provide four years worth of computer science principals. And now we're at that point you could actually take four, four full years of computer science uh, at the high school now, which is, which is special, you know, like a year now, I guess three years ago, you could only take a year and a half of computer science and now we're at four years worth. Yeah, I remember one of my friends had that problem. He had already taken all of the AP computer science classes like by his junior year. So he decided to do a dual enrollment at Arcadia, but that's for another episode where we can talk about dual enrollment. So now that we've heard from Ms. Putterman, we're just gonna ask Kai a couple questions about his experience. Um, with cybersecurity. Um, so Kai, we heard that you have done some cybersecurity competitions. Could you just like expand a little bit on that and tell us what you've done in your experience? All right, cybersecurity, it's uh, you go online and you're mostly trying to solve puzzles like uh, relating to opening files or finding information in them. And it's a lot of fun, honestly. I don't have a lot of experience with it, but it's very interesting to go in and try and figure stuff out. Okay, that's cool. I mean, it does sound like a lot of fun. I definitely like to try it out some time. So did you see that AP Computer Science Principles helped you, even though your experience is limited, like did you think that the class helped you at all with your um, experience? Yeah, I'd say it helps with uh, like knowing what to look for when you go in. Okay, perfect. All right, so I think that's it for game design and cybersecurity. So thanks Ms. Patterman and Kai for answering some of our questions about this. Okay, so thanks for joining us today. When we were talking about AP Computer Science Principles, we hope that you learn a lot. So today we basically just talked about um, the course description of AP Computer Science Principles and heard a quick student perspective about it. And they answered a lot of questions, so we hope that you 
had a good time and learned a lot and are looking forward to taking this class when you get to the high school. We'd like to thank Ms. Prederman and Kai for talking with us and giving their insight into the course and more. Um, if you have any more pressing questions about AP Computer Science principles, you could always email Ms. Putterman at sputterman at chalham.org. Um, we'll make sure to put her email in the description as well. So um, thanks for watching. This is Mia. And this is Venus. And you are listening to You're Taking What? Look it up.